Now, my husband is going to be absolutely furious with me. Now, I am just now finally sitting down. I might sound a little inebriated, but I am not. I I am high on my accomplishments, but I am not inebriated with anything that would make me sound like this. My body, I think, is just tired. <laughs> so get this. My son is off at camp, and let me go to show you with the heating pad because I'm trying to be a good girl. I'm resting. So... My husband was watching me cry last night, waiting for my son to call. My son called, and then I cried. I saw a picture of him. I cried. My husband's like, this is going to be really hard for you. And I said, I know, and I don't understand, you know, but um, I miss my boy. <laughs> so he's not here, and I'm supposed to be resting this week because my body was out of alignment. So that's what I've been planning on doing, and I was so hoping that I could spend the two weeks my son was gone really cleaning the house, you know? And my husband was bound and determined to have these people come in and clean. And he said, do that, Christy. He said, that way you can focus on something else. But remember, I wasn't real happy with these people the last time they cleaned. And I'm like... Just grin and bear it. You can't be so persnickety. And I'm like, I feel I do a better job cleaning. And I feel even a half-assed job by me is better than paying them, the three people, to do it for their living because I'm not too impressed. But... I was understanding what he was saying, and I'm thinking, okay, I just need to, to stop and let these people come in and clean. Well, it was supposed to be today, so I worried about it all last night. I'm like, oh, they're going to be coming, and uh, what do I do? I was like, just stop, Christy. They're going to come in, and they're going to take care of the regular cleaning, and then you can work on the other things. And I thought, well, I'm going to ask them if they're going to wipe down my doors with Murphy's oil soap this time. I need to be prepared. And I, I was practicing my, my best, would you please do this for me, cleaning, you know, questions. Because, uh, you know, I just, I don't do well having somebody working for me like that. It just makes me uncomfortable. I, you know, I feel awkward standing there, you know, while they're cleaning my home, I just, it's just not something I'm quite comfortable with. So I was thinking about it all night long and I'm like, how can I get out of it? I'm like, no, screw it. I'm ready. It's going to happen. So my husband goes ahead and pulls everything because they won't do the baseboards and they won't do anything if furniture's in the way. So my husband had to pull all the furniture out and everything and he got it all done, and then as I'm viewing the email, double-checking, verifying their time, they're coming tomorrow. And I'm like, I specifically asked them for today, 
because my husband is going to be off on Wednesday and Thursday. He's getting a sleep apnea machine. I am so excited because I want to find out if that's going to stop him from snoring. And although my son and I have found it funny to listen to him snoring, I don't find it as funny anymore now that I know when he stops, he's actually not breathing. So it's not so funny. So he's, you know, the doctor's listen, listened and he's getting that tomorrow. And then the next day, He's getting, because they're real, you know, in Virginia, and I'm sure it's a lot of places, they just don't want to give out pain medication. And his back has been hurting him. He carries a 32-foot ladder every day, you know. And the doctors, you know, have been putting him off. They're like, we need to go do physical therapy for six weeks, and then we'll look at it. And, and he's like, you don't understand. I have arthritis. I don't think arthritis is going to help my pain and he's like I don't have time I work seven days a week so my husband's got that stress and then there are days when I can barely walk and then I was down this past weekend because I guess my muscle weakness issue and then you know because I got myself out of alignment with those postural restoration exercises so my husband is getting this shot on Thursday that I thought was just a pain shot, but apparently it burns the nerves in the back. I'm real curious. I'd like to see um, what it does because if it's something that can help with pain and it's just a shot and you can get it like, well, not just a shot, but it's a shot and it's like six months it's supposed to last. So he's off for the next two days. And before he left this morning, he's like, Christy, I want you to pay to have somebody come in here and clean. And he's like, I, I don't want to be worrying about it my ne you know, the next two days. And then I understood. He, he's got a lot of responsibilities, and he wants this house clean because it made him feel good when he came home, and it smelled so good when it was done last month. And I haven't been able to do it since January 21st, 2021. And yes, it's odd that I remember that exact date, but that was the start of my demise when I started going down. So I started thinking, all right, Christy, you just have to accept these people coming in and cleaning the house. So I was lying down in the bed and I thought, I've got paperwork due. And I'm like, you know, if I compartmentalize the house, maybe I, I could do this. You know, instead of, you know, I wanted my husband to come home and smell the house and be like, wow, that smells really good. I wanted him to experience that. And he had brought all the furniture out in the middle of the floor. And I didn't want him to have to worry about cleaning a house for the next two days. But he doesn't want me doing anything. And I'm not supposed to be doing anything because, ow, ooh, sorry, oh, that hurt, because <laughs> I just moved off my back for a second, I just lifted up, and boy, that hurt, but that's what he doesn't want me doing, he doesn't want me overworking myself and, and, and getting hurt, I just couldn't stand the thought of those people coming in, and then I messed up the date, and I thought, I've got to do something, so I was lying in the bed, I took my medication, I was sitting on heat, because my back was you know, sore from seeing Cindy Hartman yesterday. Now, I go in to see her. Like I said, I'm going to see her now 
under my terms. I'm not going to be doing her exercises because they put me down doing that bridging. And I said, but I need her for the myofascial release because when I'm up, the muscles that are supposed to be working aren't strong enough. And then my quadratus lumborum kicks in and then it just causes pain. So I need to utilize her te techniques to make me feel better. I am trying so hard not to sound like I'm slurring my words. My eyes are a little closed, but it's, it's not so bad. But the pain, that's the whole thing. My pain is minimal. I need, ooh, where's my ball? I do need to kind of sit on my ball a little bit and and do that slow myofascial release. But I need a Cindy Hartman. And when I saw her yesterday, the first thing she said was after I got off the heat, do a bridge for me. And I started to, and I'm like, wait, wait. I said, that's what got me here, Cindy Hartman. I can't do a bridge. Don't you understand? I just need your services for the myofascial release. So it triggered something yesterday. It was hurting a little bit. So I was sitting on heat this morning, preparing myself, and I said, I've got to do it. I've got to do the baseboards. I've, I've got to wash these floors. I've got to dust. And I said, okay, how am I going to do this? So I took my son's room kind of off the table. I said, there we go. He's not going to be here. I've already taken the sheets off his bed. You know, I can wait on his room because it's real, you know, in-depth because I've got, you know, the computer monitors and all that in there that have to be done. So I said, okay, I can do this. I said, but I've got paperwork to do. And I got this phone call. Well, not a phone call. I got this thing in the mail yesterday. And it said we had delinquent tax bill, a delinquent tax bill. And I'm like, no. I was so thrilled because the first time in years I was able to pay our personal property taxes when they were due without calling and making payment arrangements and paying every, you know, couple of, you know, weeks. So I was so thrilled. So to get a delinquent tax bill, especially when it's on my husband's truck that he drives for work because that's his office, I was just so devastated. I said, how could I be so out of my mind with this illness? I've just let things go and I screwed that up. How in the world did I do that? And I said, so I've got to call them because I was concerned because I didn't want them to to mess it up so my husband couldn't drive his truck for work and I was dreading having to call them and I said oh gosh so I was lying in bed thinking about all this and knowing that I needed to clean and I finally you know got up and I started doing things little by little I started washing the comforter and the blanket you know the 10 foot blanket mine and his and then the sheets and then I started dusting the surfaces in the living room. And then I worked my way and did some stuff in the bathrooms. And I kind of had a little bit of a plan. I was doing things. I was accomplishing these things. And then I said, okay, I've got to take a break. So I'll go back and I'll call, you know, the county and talk to them about my, my delinquent bill. So I'm lying down in the bed and I'm allowing the ball to work on releasing the quadratus lumborum, my gluteus max, B12, 
update on my left side because I'm feeling some pain. And matter of fact, as I'm saying that, I need to go ahead and reach in here and get my ball because I need to eliminate this pain as best as I can. So I started doing that. Well, it's a good thing. I sat down and I called the county and it took more than an hour and what had happened was, you know, I, I need a paper bill. They keep sending things, e-bills, and I couldn't pull the bill up online. I said, this just doesn't make sense. And I spoke with Sam, and she was very kind to be so patient with me because I'm sitting there talking to her. And, you know, you would think that I would be just terribly concerned because I had a delinquent bill. It was expensive. And I'm thinking, I don't know how in the world, you know, what in the world. And I was mad at myself because of my brain fog. I felt like I had somehow not paid this bill. I was so disappointed in myself. So I'm sitting there talking with Sam. Well, come to find out when my husband had to get a new truck last year for work, new to us, and they didn't take the old truck off so i had paid personal property taxes on a vehicle that we didn't own anymore so that right there i was you know because i was like i couldn't figure out because i didn't have any paperwork because they weren't sending out bills and i was talking with sam and she was so kind but i was so excited because i was on a high because i had done some cleaning already and I was making myself take a break. And I was so proud of myself. And then once we get everything figured, I end up getting a credit towards stuff. But then I still have to pay money. But I was like, I was able to take care of everything today. And I was so proud of myself because <laughs> I was like, I could wait and pay it later, but no, I've got you on the phone. Let's take care of this now. And she said she had never spoken to somebody that was so happy about paying their taxes. And I said, I don't think it's that I'm so happy that I'm paying my taxes. It's the fact that it's a to-do that I thought was done, but I was totally dreading it, and I accomplished it. I accomplished it, and I cleaned some of the house. So after... I had rested and took care of the the bet, the delinquent debt that is no longer delinquent. Delinquent, it's all taken care of. I got up, and I proceeded to take on my next task. And I'm like, okay, I need to do the table. I need to rotate the the laundry, and I was like, I've got to change the sheets. You know, what do I do? And I. I have Bertram running because they can't really break out the vacuum. And then I am finally able to do something I haven't been able to do in over two years, which was wipe down the baseboards. I used a long stick, and I didn't do it very well, but I at least touched the surface of the baseboard. I cleaned the floors. I washed my floors. Nothing is done to perfection the way I love it or for me, you know, it's not done to my normal liking, but I swept the front porch a little bit. I didn't break out the vacuum because I knew I couldn't. I rested. I took care of a major bill that was in my mind wearing me down because, you know, they say that, 
you know, stressors and things that, you know, wear you down mentally, if you're worried about things, can take you down with this illness. And I was just so proud of myself because I made these accomplishments. And then I was shot. Now, if it wasn't for those cleaning people coming out today, and then they were going to be coming out tomorrow, I wouldn't have jumped on board and done this cleaning. My husband's going to be furious. But I'm not in incredible pain. I hurt a little bit. I'm so in awe of how tired I got. I I couldn't believe it. You know, like I said, this illness and learning to live with it, it's all new to me. And I didn't want to take the bromide. And I talked to the pharmacist because she was kind enough to call me back because my doctor sure as heck hadn't done so. And we were talking about the bromide, and I only took one yesterday. And when I, you know, kept thinking, okay, I know it's more about fatigue and this, that, and the other for the bromide, I'm going to go ahead and take one because it was getting incredibly tired. So I took one, and then I started doing work. And then when my right eye started going down a little bit more and I started feeling a little bit more fatigued, I took another one. And then as I got even more tired later throughout the day, I ended up going ahead and taking my third one. I then did a curbside pickup. I brought in what groceries I could. I brought in the cold stuff. And I needed my husband to get out the rest. I knew my body is fatigued, but I'm like stopping here and there. I'm accepting of what I couldn't completely do on my own. I'm so proud of what I accomplished. I can't believe I did it. Now, sadly, I wanted to cook dinner for my husband and I, and he's expecting a meal. I cooked it yesterday. I was so proud. But I asked him if he was hungry, and he said, sure. But I didn't want to tell him all of the cleaning stuff I've done yet because I wanted him to come in and see the house because... Man, I'm just so daggone proud. And next time, I won't have to do as much because I, you know, I can now start conquering things, hopefully, like one room at a time. I still have to get to my son's, and but I'm, no, I'm not stressing it. But then there's a part of me that's thinking, maybe I do need the cleaning people to come out now because I feel like they didn't do their best job because when they came out, the house hadn't really been thoroughly dusted and gone through. You know, my husband was doing everything he could, but in the two years, you know, cleaning like I did before I went down and the way I tried to do today. So there's a part of me that's like, if they come out here and clean the house after I've done what I could and they can fine-tune and do the things that I couldn't, you know, better, you know, like vacuuming and things like that, Maybe they'll think I'm not such a slob and they'll do a better job. Because I feel like they were like, well, she was comfortable living in filth, so we only have to do a, you know, a partial good job. I, I just don't know. But then there's a part of me thinking, that's money that my husband that, that my husband isn't having to work for that I have to give. And I did it. And if I can keep my momentum up and when he comes home, as long as I'm not hurting and in major pain and he just sees I'm a little bit tired, I just, I'm so excited for him to, 
I'm just so excited because I did it. I'm tired, but I'm not like paying for it. Like, oh no, you're, you know, you asked for it, you idiot. I put my neck collar on. That's the only way I could do it. I couldn't hold my head up. I knew for long, I knew that I needed to take precautions. So I went ahead and put my neck collar on. Right now, I'm just sitting on heat and my ball. And in a few minutes, I'm going to go ahead and put my neck collar back on. Try to go ahead and get the sheets put on the bed the best that I can. And then when my husband comes home, he needs to get the rest of the groceries in and help me with the parcel on the front porch and help me tighten up the bed a little bit. We're going to have to figure out something for dinner. But I just feel... I feel like myself I'm I'm so miserable with my son not being here some people could be like that's just a very odd attachment you have to your son it is not that it's just that you know when you live your life and you're stuck in bed and the only time you get up is to go to an appointment or to pick up your child and take care of him. And when your obligation is not here, and that's the only reason you're getting your rear end up, it's scary when you're thinking, oh man, I don't have my son here, so am I just going to allow myself to squander away in bed and and do nothing? And will I ever have a happy medium where I can do things and and feel like a productive member of society, you know, or at least of my household. So today is just a big major accomplishment for me, and I really hope I can keep it up. My husband will be home in the next 15 minutes. So, uh, like I said, I'm just doing a little bit of resting. I'd like to go ahead and get the bed together, and he and I can look at maybe what to do for dinner. But I'm, I can't believe this has made me so happy. I, I just can't believe something that people probably are complaining about or thinking, what an idiot. <laughs> You're so happy that you, you know, dusted, you cleaned the floor. Yeah, I am. Because... I did everything without pressuring myself to get into every nook and cranny. I felt like I took one more step towards accepting and learning to live with this illness. So yeah, it's a big daggone deal for me. And that's a big old Adam girl, Christina Lynn. That's right. Now I'm just going to sit here and wait for my son to call, my husband to come home, and do the best I can to put these sheets on. I feel majorly exhausted. I just can't believe that. That's just so wow. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's, I'm, but I'm not really hurting. And I'm curious to see how tomorrow's going to be. You know, and I've got, I want to go to PT in the morning, and my husband's got his appointment, and I'll be able to rest some. 
I want to be able to spend time with my husband his next two days off and go with him to these appointments. I'm hoping I didn't screw myself up and make anything bad. I think if I go ahead and get some sleep, I'm hoping to wake up rejuvenated tomorrow. We'll find out. But man, I am so excited. So excited. That my husband's going to come home to a clean home. And I'm so excited that I did it. And I'm so excited that I'm okay. That I couldn't do everything. It's like I made that connection. And it's taken me such a long time. So thank you for sharing your time with me today. And you're somebody that... I I wanted to share time with. I couldn't. And now that I've accomplished some things that made me feel like I was living again, I'm looking forward to maybe being able to work in the social part, you know, going to lunch with Jennifer you know, meeting Bobby when she comes up to Williamsburg, you know, getting a chance to, I've got interviews coming up. Allie Geelys is going to come on and I, I'll get a chance to have conversations. And when you're stuck in bed all the time and you feel like you're sitting in dust and you're just looking at it and you're feeling worthless, you just don't feel hospitable, like you want to be social and chit-chat with people. I feel like now, as ridiculous as this sounds, and it's not really what I mean, but I'm saying I earned it. I have every right to talk to people. I don't need to clean my house to earn the, re, you know, the ability to talk to anybody, but it's a mental thing. This illness, a lot of it is mental. It's invisible, and then it's a mental thing, and it plays tricks on your head. I'm just so darn happy, and I feel like, okay, I can't wait to go sit and have lunch with Jennifer because my house is clean. It's not the way I used to do it, but it's cool, and it's just fine and dandy, and I thank you for sharing your time with me. I hope you're having a great day. I hope your pain is minimal, and... I just hope you're having, hey, it's Christmas in July. <laughs> there we go. I might find a Christmas movie on television to watch. Because Hallmark, I need to go. It's the 50th year. And I collect Hallmark ornaments. I've been doing it since 1982. They're saying 83, but I started in 1982. That's my first ornament. And I've already picked out the ornaments. I wasn't able to go to the open house this weekend because of... The bridge that I did, thank you, Sandy Hartman, that I will not do anymore. So I plan on going to that. My house is clean. <laughs> thank you for sharing your time with me. Christy Lynn Hanchy, AWOL Zebra, have a lovely day.